Welcome to Because People Count, the Accountancy Europe podcast. This podcast tackles the hottest topics for the European accountancy profession. Get your need-to-know update from Brussels. Welcome back. We are talking about intellectual property, or IP, today. For big companies, this is the core of their business. It's the ideas, concepts, and underlying know-how that allows businesses to bring original and valuable products and services to the market. Registering IP helps encourage innovation and reduce the threat of copycats. This is even more true for small and medium-sized enterprises, or SMEs. Their intellectual property is often the reason they started doing business, so they need to be able to protect that most valuable resource. And feel that future ideas will not be snapped up by bigger players. Many SMEs have seen positive impacts after their IP registration, with increased reputation, turnover, and access to new markets. But wait, I hear you thinking, isn't this a podcast on the accountancy profession? What does IP have to do with us? Well, you're about to find out. We know that registering IP can seem like a maze without a goal for many SMEs. They are strapped for resources and busy trying to get the company off the ground. Here's where the accountants come in. Since 60% of SMEs see accountants as the most trusted advisor, we see accountants as uniquely placed to highlight the benefits of registering IP and helping guide SMEs through the process. To dig deeper in this topic, I'm very pleased to welcome two guests from the European Union Intellectual Property Office, or EUIPO. Andrea Di Carlo is the Deputy Executive Director and Inga Buffalo is Director of the Customer Department. Can you please introduce yourself, starting with uh, Andrea? It's a pleasure for me to be here. I've been working quite some years in uh, intellectual property, so I'm happy to participate in, in this podcast for you and uh, hopefully be ready to answer some of your questions on intellectual property. It's really a pleasure for me to be here. So I'm Inge, I'm the director of the customer department. Actually, I come from the private industry. So I had a, a bit of an experience in a startup company and a company which has high growth. And I'm very happy to lead at the UIPO, the SME program. What is EUIPO? We are a European Union agency that is devoted basically to protect IP in the single market, in the internal market of the European Union. The agency was created 25 years ago. We are based in Alicante in Spain. We register mainly trademarks for the whole European Union and as well designs. Uh, last year, for example, we have registered 180,000 European Union trademarks and around 100,000 designs. Companies from around 200 countries, ranging from SMEs to major multinationals, make uh, use of our services of registration. And I must say that as well, since 2012, our mandate has expanded because we are as well managing the activities of the so-called European Observatory on Infringements of Intellectual Property Rights. We help the European Union institutions to uh, step up the fight against counterfeiting and piracy. We have to remember that counterfeiting, you were referring before in your introduction to copycat phenomenon, counterfeiting represents a loss of 50 billion in sales every year for the European Union companies and over 400,000 jobs annually are not created because of counterfeiting. It's so far reaching the areas in which 
intellectual property is the core of the business and where people are able to bring value to the market and bring interesting products and services that are original. So I really see this as an essential service to allow innovation to grow and to allow people to bring interesting ideas. I think one of the biggest issues we have in Europe is small companies being bought out by big companies, their ideas being taken away from them because that's where the value lies. So being able to protect this intellectual property is really an important service and it's so important that the EU is is working to more broadly connect, I think you said 200 countries IP and make sure that that's taken care of. But maybe building on that, we can look about what is the importance, I've gone into it a little bit, of intellectual property. I completely subscribe what you were saying. I mean, especially for small businesses, uh, intellectual property is an essential instrument because at the beginning, especially when they start their businesses, there are new businesses, they need to build on an idea or something new, something that is a difference compared to what already exists. So the intellectual property becomes immediately a key instrument for them to become more competitive in the market. Uh, So IP rights basically protect innovation and creativity. So they play a crucial role when a company decides to innovate and to launch new products and services in the market. Of course, there are different types of intellectual property rights. There are the patents that protect more the technical invention or specific technical procedures that allow them to get to a a specific product. There are the trademarks that protect the commercial identity of a product or a service. Then the designs instead uh, deal more with the appearance, Uh, the nice design of a product uh, that uh, as well is very important from the commercial point of view. There are as well cases in which there are very important and valuable information that is worth keeping secret. And so we speak about the trade secrets. And then, of course, there is a copyright that protects more the creativity of the human beings, like books, paintings, but as well, there are specific kinds of copyright, like, for example, that protect the software. So all these kind of this bouquet, so to say, of intellectual property rights is very important and has to be managed in the right way by companies in order to take full advantage and get successful in the market. Uh, so trademark and designs that are the, the IP rights that we register here at UIPO are, for example, very, very important when we come to the commercial phase of all the innovation uh, processes. I really feel that this is an important point that we need to, to discuss because so much innovation in Europe comes from these small and medium-sized enterprises. Both of the vaccines, although AstraZeneca and Pfizer are the brand names, these were innovated by SMEs. And so that's also one form of their intellectual property that they're bringing. And many small companies, they suffer at that bringing things to market phase and the protecting of the intellectual property seems like it would be one way that they could begin to bring their product to market. If I may, you have touched upon another very important point that uh, intellectual property sometimes you've seen as uh, a right that basically impedes competition. But in reality, in this uh, era of open innovation, intellectual property becomes an essential instrument because these small companies, as you were saying, and giving the example of the vaccines, and I mean, they are able then to get in agreement and cooperate with the giants of pharmacy because they are protected by intellectual property. Otherwise, they wouldn't do that because they would feel that then they will lose immediately their intellectual property. So IP rights are essential now in this uh, era of open innovation where companies big and small have to cooperate together in order to get real innovation and to get new products to the market uh, for the benefit of the citizens. 
And it's such a pity a little bit to see that in particular in these difficult times, the IP is not on the top list of the SMEs. So when they face difficulties and let's say they are short in money, the first thing or one of the things they save is in protecting their intellectual property, which is actually totally the wrong decision to do at this point in time and to grow and to succeed, let's say, in this competitive market right now. This is demonstrated as well by our studies. Our European Union Observatory carries out studies and we recently published a study in collaboration with the European Patent Office. And uh, according to the studies, there is a positive relationship between a company's ownership of different types of intellectual property rights and the economic performance of that company. And that relationship is even stronger for small companies. So SMEs that own uh, IP rights, registered IP rights, have 68% higher revenue per employee than those instead that do not own or register IP. Really, it's an instrument that uh, small businesses should be aware of and should be able to use more often. Since we've covered a little bit about why IP is important for SMEs, I'm going to move on to, to Inga and ask, can you please tell me about the new SME program that you have uh, going? Yes, and actually, uh, let's go a little bit back a year, let's say, when we were thinking about setting up this uh, SME program. And one of the drivers was what Andrea said. That was uh, one of the reports from the observatory where it was said that first of all, yes, if you have protected your IP, your company is much better, is progressing better, makes more revenue. And we know we have a lot of SMEs in Europe, 99%. And then looking at the numbers, what we saw only 9%. So you have to imagine 9% of SMEs protect their IPs. We could agree not everybody should protect it. There are many out there, they don't need it. But I think we agree also when we say that 9% is by far too little for that. And there we saw a real need to jump in and to define some measures to help these SMEs. And another very important finding from these reports from the observatory was when looking into the reasons why the small and medium companies do not protect that. So I said already before, it's maybe money and, and things like that. They are really put it not on the top of their agenda. But why is that? Because they don't know about IP. They don't know uh, the advantages. So when they were asked in the surveys, they really admitted that uh, actually they have a lack of knowledge of IP. And if you don't know about and you do not know what it can really help you in your business growth, you, you will not consider it. And actually, for those who thought they know a little bit, they actually meant that it's too expensive very complicated system. We are often like related to it's more illegal, like Andrea also said, defensive measure. Instead, seeing it positively that you can make money out of it, that you can grow and, and that it enters in all areas of the business. I think it also, to a certain extent, it 
confers legitimacy in a way. If you're a brand new company coming to market, you've never been there before, you're a new product on the shelf, being able to say that, no, this is intellectual property that has been registered, that has been validated, that the EU IPO office has said is legitimate, it brings reputational value to the product. So I, I think there are lots of arguments why SMEs should be engaging with intellectual property more. So we define the program, which basically has four objectives. So first, we want to improve the information given to SMEs. And this means several things. We have to reach out to the SMEs. We have to find ways to get to talk to them. And this is a bit also reason why we are here. And we want to talk to them. This we will do on national level, also in their language. And that means also no legal language. We try, we still sometimes fail, but we try to avoid legal terminology. We want to bring it really to the SMEs. Then that they consider IP protection a legal measure. What we want to explain them, that is IP is everywhere in their business journey. It enters in all, in marketing, in human resources, in finance. So we actually, we don't want to talk about IP. We want to talk about their business. And then when it comes to these elements of their business, then we bring IP in and say, you have to consider this also. And in order to do that, of course, we cannot be alone. We are an IP office and normally the SMEs coming to us, they know already a little bit about IP. So one thing we really understood is we need to create a new network. We need to go to those people who are in frequent contact with the SMEs, in daily contact. You said at the very beginning, the accountants is a very good example and, and they trust their accountants. They deal with their money and this is very important for them. And this is what we are working to increase the, the network. And then, of course, we hope that we can increase these 9% I was relating to. And that is why we also think that Accountancy Europe is a very great partner for us to reach out to the SMEs. I believe there was also a recent online registration program that was, was launched. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that, about streamlining the, the access of SMEs? Oh, yes. They also, it started a bit with COVID. We had defined this program and the program was launched with our new strategic plan five years starting July 2020. And before we got suddenly this problem with COVID, we were sitting down, we were thinking, how can we help SMEs? And the decision was to accelerate some of the initiatives we had defined in the program and to bring them to the SMEs much faster. And therefore, we have launched already on our website, there is a corner which is called Ideas Powered for SME Hub. And there we bring already what I said, good information for SMEs, easy information in all the languages. And there in this hub, we also have launched some additional, really practical initiatives. For example, this is a platform where SMEs can find pro bono provider. What are pro bono providers? Pro bono providers are volunteer legal experts which give free of charge advice to SME related to IP. So if the SMEs have a problem 
and they are looking for some expert, they can go on our website to the ideas powered for business and there they can look for some support from these volunteering experts all over Europe. Actually, we have now more than 200. I think that's really exciting for SMEs who are really strapped for business help and it always seems very ex expensive they always do, they don't know where to go and to have a, a free legal resource at the tip of their fingers in their country in their language that that's an amazing achievement I think that's really impressive and we need to to get that information out and that's where maybe we come back around a little bit to our partnership why we decided to team up and try and build on this program so can you tell me about about the interest in, in teaming up with Accountancy Europe? First of all, we know that SMEs are in a frequent contact with the accountants. And for us, your association is very large. You reach out to many of those accountants. As far as I know, you unify more than 50 professional organizations from 35 countries so this is very impressive and when i said we we need to reach out we need to, to address that so you are a very great partner to connect with to work together and then from there we hope that the accountants will understand that they can give added value to smes providing them information on ip so the idea is we will send you information. For example, we will prepare for all our multipliers. So for all our partners, we will uh, prepare a quarterly newsletter where we will share all the information, all the new initiatives we will work on in the months to come. The accountants, according to our analysis and studies, are trusted business advisor for companies in general, for small companies and SMEs in, in particular. So for us, uh, it becomes just natural that we partner with the big association uh, as, as yours, because uh, we believe that in this partnership, we can bring valuable information to SMEs. Of course, we have said that this SME program has a duration of several years is something that for us is strategic, but we have as well to realize that we are in a very specific moment now. There is this economic crisis uh, that is a consequence of the health crisis. Uh, and of course, the most impacted companies are the small ones. That's why we have decided as well as uh, part of our initiative, Ideas Power for Business, and especially uh, directed to SMEs, to create as well some kind of financial help for SMEs. So we have created the fund, a 20 million euros uh, grant scheme, that allows SMEs to get a 50% reimbursement of the fees they have to pay for uh, registering their trademarks and designs, either at national or uh, European Union level. As well, there is another service that they can have access to and they get the reimbursement for, that is a service that allows them to do a sort of audit of their intangible assets so that they can be advised on how best protect those intangible assets through IP. So these are very concrete initiatives that we have decided to take during this period of crisis to really help concretely the small businesses, uh, because as we were saying at the beginning of our conversation, we don't want that they forget about IP in this moment of crisis, knowing that then IP is an important and fundamental instrument for their future and for their competitiveness in the market. So. We want to bring this as well, this information to business advisors as accountants, because 
we allow as well advisors as accountants to help SMEs in getting access to the fund. So this is during the months of March, for example, it's possible to ask for the reimbursement that I was referring to. And it's important that accountants are informed. And so when an accountant following the business life of a company, of a small company, identified the need for protecting IP, I think it's important that they know that right now they can as well then recover an important part of that money through the fund that we have uh, just created. And timing is everything. Everyone I speak to sees this moment as an opportunity to improve business as usual, whether it's improving the environmental footprint, improving the governance, improving the digitalization of an organization, and also improving the intellectual property rights of companies. It's really a moment for businesses, although they are struggling to stay in business, they also have an opportunity to think critically about how they want to be in business. So I think that the timing of this is completely the right moment for SMEs to begin to adjust the business as usual that we have had up until now, which has just been maximize profit, worry about the rest later. An IP also kind of falls to the side, but in a more considered approach, maybe you can begin to build those blocks together to create a stronger, more more resilient business. Because if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's the fact that resiliency is a necessity to be in business today. If we put ourselves as well in the shoes of an investor, when the company has to look for funds, if you have IP rights and you can show that you have registered your rights and that you have a strategy in place as well to make use of those rights. So this, this will bring you immediately more value to your business and investors as well will be more available and more ready to invest in your business for the future. I think intellectual property we have to see not only as a marketing instrument, but as well as something that gives more strength to your business and value to your business and something that, by the way, can give you as well money because IP in itself could be something that you can then use for, uh, for example, licensing or, or giving to other the possibility to make use of your intellectual property and so to monetize the investment that you have done on your intellectual property. So I mean, it's an instrument that can give advantages uh, in different levels intellectual property allows different products to, to come together, build on each other and create something better at the end of the day without stepping on any toes or leaving anyone out in the cold. What I wanted to also come back to was the fact that all of your decisions to partner with accountants is based on data. This is surveys that you have carried out with SMEs trying to figure out what they need, who they trust, who they go to. And I think as part of this investigation, uh, we also discovered that accountants usually have the skills and the know-how to even start the ball rolling on the process because they have all the financial data, they have all the company data to at least get the SME the first few steps through the process. Accountants who I know over the COVID period have been working overtime to try and understand what different schemes are available, especially for SMEs. But also there's an opportunity with the intellectual property side that the accountants who are also doing the research on government subsidies, rebates and special programs, that they can also begin to do the research on the IP side so that they can bring a full package of advice to, to SMEs. I think we've already discussed this a little bit, but what is the role of accountants regarding facilitating SMEs access to IP? 
Well, Andrea, you mentioned already quite a number of them, but let's maybe wrap them up again a little bit. We said, yes, the accountants have the trust of the SMEs, so they are in frequent contact with them. This is very important. And as you said, they know about the financial situation. They know normally that the SME look for financial support. So this is the need matching with the offer. And that is a very important possibility where the accountant can jump in because they know the situation of a company and if they are able to understand what mechanisms are available to the SMEs, they will be an invaluable asset. They will really, they can actually expand their business model, the services they can provide to the SMEs. And I think also nowadays, from an accountant point of view, this is very interesting because we all lack a little bit time. So if we have somebody who, who is able to provide us with a more complete service, this would be the person I want to go to. This would be the, the one of my first choice. So having already said before that this is very complementary, we think that the accountants can actually expand in the region of IP knowledge and as such deliver a better and a more comprehensive service to the SME, which in turn should also reflect uh, or be positive to their business. We speak about that a lot at Accountancy Europe because we see how technology is changing our profession. It's not just a numbers game anymore because there is software, eventually there'll be AI that can do the numbers for you. So for accountants, it's definitely about the added value that they can provide to their clients. And that's where the tradition of the profession as being more knowledgeable and understanding a business's needs will be the future. When companies are looking for something, they go to internet, but then at the level of advisors, the one that is the number one in our studies are accountants, because I think they follow the life of the company you know, and the journey of the company. So this role that the accountant can have becomes key and, and believe that we are able to, as well uh, in cooperation with uh, Accountancy Europe, to provide some information about IP that would be useful for accountants to provide as well some advice in a certain moment of the business journey where IP comes into play. That is useful, of course, for the accountants as a professional who want to provide the best uh, value to their clients and then for their clients for SMEs. And I think the accountant is as well the person who then will be able to understand whether perhaps there is more specific and specialized knowledge, so then to have their IP experts and then to perhaps uh, refer the company to specialized IP uh, lawyers or, or this kind of, uh, of, of advisors. But I think the accountant anyway has this role of uh, comprehensive uh, kind of advice to the company in the different moments of the journey. So uh, this is why we believe that working together and raising more awareness about IP not that accountants must become suddenly specialized in all IP matters, but at least have the knowledge that allows them to really give a first advice regarding IP and being knowledgeable about all the means available for SMEs to uh, register their IP rights and to make the best use for the businesses of IP rights. 
just wanted to compliment because I think this is very, actually, this is a very great message that to understand that the accountants could be the real focal point for the SMEs and pointing then to the other helps if needed. So if it goes beyond then to say here there are the legal practitioners or go to this other financial instrument there you can get money. So if you think about that, this is a really great potential. And actually we would be also happy to help the accountants to acquire the knowledge they need in order to give that additional services to the SMEs. Yes, I understand that not only do you offer free legal advice directly to SMEs, is that you also have a train the advisor program. We are now currently developing a train the advisor learning plan, which is very soon available. I think we are planning to have that available around March, April, so very, very soon. And this will give a basic information to the advisors on how IP will contribute towards the growth of the business. So uh, is there anything that accountants can do now to, to get involved with EU IPO? Well, I would say get informed. Keep yourself updated. We are doing webinars where we give further information how they could help or how these uh, initiatives function, what to do and uh, at what time. or the accountants, they can get also in contact with us. We are really happy to support them and we are also happy to give them the training and, and the information they need to further support their clients. Was there anything we missed that, are, that maybe we didn't cover, just final items that you might want to mention? As regard the fund, the 20 million euros fund, uh, applications are open and as I said, as accountants can file the application for uh, their clients on their behalf so, so i invite everybody who can have an interest in that to visit our webpage where there is all the information and in all eu languages and we can of course we have several means if they have questions they can call us there is a telephone number there is a mailbox this is an opportunity which will go throughout the year we will be holding a joint event together. I believe it's May 4th. And so I just wanted to encourage all listeners to please join in. It will be definitely an online component. So you can join that, that meeting from anywhere. And then I want to thank you very much for your time. It was a wonderful conversation. Thank you very thank you. much. Thanks for listening to Because People Count the Accountancy Europe podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating or review and subscribe. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcasting apps. Get in touch. We are at AccountancyEU on Twitter, and you can contact me at Andrea at AccountancyEurope.eu. This podcast is presented and edited by Andrea Campbell with support from Yulia Keys. Our music is Fearless First by Kevin McLeod under a Creative Commons license. See you next time, because people count.